0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: Well, first of all is signs. We read the Word of God talks about signs. But what's a sign? You start into the city, you're going to come down here to this. We come down to Broken Air Freeway and get off down here. see we see a sign that said Maxwell Convention Center. You turn on Houston, you see? That's a sign directing you the right direction. God will heal people sometime as signs that he's still in the healing business. Let you know he's still alive and well. Why well, don't he let everybody aside? Because once you've seen the sign, it ought to inspire your faith to believe God for yourself.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kennethy e. Hagan continues his teaching on plans, purposes, and pursuits. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kennethy e. Hagan for today's message.
1: Amen. Just realize this, preachers, every one of us is limited. I mean, if you could do it all, there wouldn't be in need any of the rest of us. And that's the reason some people imagine, you know, if God takes me off the scene, the world won't get evangelized. Isn't it strange that God got by without them all these years? No human ego. Amen. Yeah, I'm the only one that's doing anything. You'll find out some of these fellows you never heard of is doing more, probably. No, you may not be gifted Anointed by the spirit of men in certain ways, but find your place. If you don't know for sure, just keep giving people the word, lay hands on them in faith. God honors faith. And you'll have just as big of miracles. But I thought that's a good combination of a husband and wife. Everybody, Nearly everybody. Not everybody, you see. Just like this. I lay hands on, gets filled with the Holy Ghost. Practically everybody she lays hands on, gets healed. Glory to God. Amen. So I stick to laying on the hands and being filled with the Holy Ghost, and she sticks to laying on hands of being healed. She becomes real effective in what they're doing. Now, you'll find that in the ministry of the evangelist, as we see it today, it doesn't say here, but we learn not only from the word, but we learn from experience. You'll find that very often in the ministry of the evangelist, and, and it's not confined to the evangelist, it it'll worked it'll work with me in the ministry of pastor. You'll find that very often the word of knowledge in connection with gifts of healings will work together. We saw that in Ms. Kuhlman's ministry. It didn't originate there. My first experience along that line was with me. I'd never seen anybody minister I had no knowledge of it. I'd never seen anyone. But when I was filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues way back in 1938, and then we accepted a church there. My wife and I, we'd married in north central Texas. And, and, and here's the way the word of knowledge worked. It, it, it'll work by just an inward revelation. Or it'll work by a voice speaking unto you. Or sometimes you'll see it. And so uh, this is my first manifestation, first experience. Just as I closed my Sunday morning worship, in fact, I'd said, everybody stand, we'll be dismissed. We all stood up, and I started the dismissal prayer. And I heard these words. I knew it was the Lord. The Holy Ghost spoke to me. First time, but I knew it was the Spirit. He said, there's a a woman here I want to heal her before you go today. Now, if I had stopped, thank God I didn't, would never be here today. If I had stopped and analyzed that in my mind, and I was always very analytical, I wouldn't have done that. I thought about it because you stop and think a little bit. You say, well, there's probably any number of women there that he wanted to, to heal. In fact, all of them that were sick, he wanted to heal them. And then secondly, if you would have tried to, to reason that out, you would have said, well, uh, don't he know which woman it is? I mean, why don't he tell you which one it is? Wouldn't that be better? Just tell you which one once in a while. He will. Not often. Not very often. Not very often. But you see, I didn't have time. I'm praying. And without thinking, I just spoke out. The Lord said to me, there's a woman here. He wants to heal before we go this morning. Well, we we're all standing and offering the benediction. Three sections of seats in the little auditorium. A lady started down this aisle over here, you see. Center section on this aisle. On the inside of me, the Spirit of God said, she's not the one. I said, sister, you're not the one he's talking about. But come on, we'll lay hands on you and God will heal you because healing belongs to you. Now then, our pianist's name was uh, Rattler, Sister Rattler. I knew that she had a tumor on her left lung. She had been to the larger city, and they were giving her what they call x-ray treatment, supposed to shrink that tumor. It's about as big as a man's fist, a large man's fist. Her husband had talked to me about it. If that day, that's 1939. If this, these treatments are given, does not shrink it, then the next thing's an operation. Now, 1939, those operations were not very successful. There's only about 50-50 chance of you surviving. And so she'd she's going taking these treatments. I had wondered. I really knew about it. And, and, and we'd pray. Maybe on Wednesday night, she didn't come and her daughter played the piano. And she'd say, Mama's not feeling well. Pray for her. And we'd pray in a general way, you see. But she never came up any time when we was laying hands on the sick or knowing with oil. I wondered why and thought about asking her. But, you know, that never did come to that place. But see, about that time, she stepped out and started down the aisle. When she did, the Spirit of God in me said, she's the one. I said, Sister Ratten, if you're the one, come on. And we laid hands on her and the tumor disappeared. Sunday morning, I said, how do you know? She went Tuesday for her, supposedly, for her treatment and said, I want you to take an x-ray picture of my lung. Doc said, we don't need any more. We've got all we need. Yeah, but I want you to take one. Something's happened. She said, how do you know? She said, well, I just know. Well, what's happened? They said, you go ahead and take the picture and then I'll tell you. And Brother Ratliff told me, he said, they took five x-rays. They kept turning different. And finally, way in the afternoon, they got there at 8 o'clock that morning, way in the afternoon, about 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, he said, the three of the doctors got me and her together and said, we don't understand it. It's disappeared. It's disappeared. We wouldn't believe it was there, but here's this x-ray picture. He said, you could see this white, you know, look like a wasp nest in her lung, big as a man's fist. He said, do you see that, that, that tumor? But see this picture here now? All these five we've taken it's gone. What happened? She told her what happened. And they just smiled and said, well, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> I've always got along with doctors better than did preachers. Doctors in the healing business, they want to see people get well. Preachers would rather see them die, so it proves I'm right. Healing's not for us. <laughs> Amen. Well, now, that was the first, that was the beginning. Then Sister Ratcliffe testified about, you know, the doctor said he's healed. Many years later, we talked to her, still healed. She said, Brother Hagin, you say, why does God do things like that anyway? Well, there's a two-fold purpose. We're talking about plans, purposes, and pursuits. My mind, we could preach a month or a year. But why does God do things like that? Well, first of all, it's signs. We read the Word of God, talks about signs. Well, what's a sign? You start into the city, you're going to come down here to this. We come down to Broken Air Freeway and get off down here. See, we see a sign, said Maxwell Convention Center. You turn on Houston, you see. That's a sign directed you the right direction. God will heal people sometime as signs that he's still in the healing business. He Let you know he's still alive and well. Why well, don't I heal everybody as signs. Because once you've seen the sign, it ought to inspire your faith to believe God for yourself. And then secondly, there are those like Sister Ratcliffe. She said, Brother Hagin, you may wonder why I didn't come up in the healing line sometime or another. See, I knew nothing about it. i just come to pastor that church. And they hadn't been coming to that church but about a year themselves, she and her husband, you see. I knew nothing about her past. She said, I made such a mess of my life. Of course, that's just letting the devil talk to you. I made such. She said, I've been married and divorced four times. I just felt so unworthy. I wouldn't come. And yet God singular out, praise God, in front of the whole crowd and worked a miracle in her. You he said, God endorsed divorce? No, all that happened in her past. When she got born again, it's all gone. I said, 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 it's all gone. Thank God. Amen. Well, that was the beginning. That didn't just work every service, even as a pastor. That didn't work every service, but it worked periodically. We just and if it's not working, I just went ahead and laid hands on people. Because the Bible said they lay hands in faith, you see, and we saw people constantly heal But at the same time, you'd have these other things working and manifest themselves as the Spirit wills. Not as I will, but as the Spirit wills. And so then I left my last church. And I went out on the field I made mention of the fact I preached for Brother Tipton first, Ken's uh, dad in law Brother Lynette's daddy and mother. Well, I went into the service, I'd always stay back and pray about the time they'd turn it to me. And I went into the service one night, and I sat down to one side because they were singing up front, so I, there's a pew to one side, nobody on it. And I just sat down, right up close to the platform. And, and suddenly, I, now really, I, I couldn't understand. never had anything like that happen to me before mine. My, my right side is like a sharp cutting paint. And, and I, I put my hand on it, and I realized... I'm not hurting, and yet it's there, and I said, Lord, what is that? I, I'm, not, I'm not really hurting, but I feel that, and see, this is Assembly of God Church, and the, and the Spirit of God said to me, see, I'm talking about the word of knowledge now in connection with gifts of healing, Spirit of God said to me, that's that Presbyter's wife, the Assembly of God Presbyter, pastor of a church five miles away, he'd come over to visit, that's his wife, and you pick that up, you see, and you feel that in your own body, that's her, uh, uh, and she's a uh, Scheduled for surgery, but when you get up there before you ever preach, just simply call her up there and pray, and she won't have the surgery to be healed. They're supposed to remove the ovary on the right side. And so I did, and he did, and she did, and he did. (laughs) Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, on the field, in field ministry then out there, that would operate more. Manifest itself more and more. And so we see that. But right on the other hand, the word of knowledge doesn't just go along with the... with healings, but usually in the evangelist office, it will be confined mostly entirely in the healing, and I'm just quoting Jesus on this uh, in the healing ministry, but in, in the prophet's ministry, and of course the word of knowledge may be manifested through anyone as the spirit wills, but when one's in the ministry, there's more of a continuous manifestation of those things. Now, for instance, in the days of the voice of healing, the Lord said to me, just as plainly, I mean the word of the Lord came unto me saying. When you operate in that office, the word comes to you. You almost look around and see who said it. That's how real it is to you. And he said to me, the the leading evangelist, that is with the voice of healing. They were two leading evangelists. In other words, they'd had the biggest crowds and the biggest tent. Brother Roberts was not in the voice of healing. But this man had just as big a tent as Brother Roberts had. And the Lord said to me, you go tell him he's not going to live much longer. He's only 35 years old. You go tell him he's not going to live much longer. Unless he judges himself. Judges himself, number one, in, on love and walk in love towards his fellow minister. Number two, judges himself on money. One thing Jesus said to me in that first vision, I don't always refer to it. But he said to me after he had talked to me for an hour and a half and said, Be faithful, fulfill your ministry, the time short. And you know that was 37 years ago, this coming September the 2nd. And if it was short then, it's 37 years shorter now. And he walked away just like somebody holding a conversation. You turn around and walk off. And he walked about three or four steps. And he turned around, and came back to me, and he said, "There are two things you need to be careful of. Be very careful of. Number one, be sure you give for everything that happens. Give all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory unto me. Take no glory unto thyself." Secondly, be careful about money. Be careful about money. He said that second time, very twice. He emphasized, "Be careful about money." Many whom I'm called to such a ministry and on whom I place my spirit have become money-minded and have lost the anointed. I don't want to do that. I've been over bent over backwards to be careful about money.
0: You're listening to Rema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
2: Since November we have had what we call bundle packages going on. And uh, those bundle packages include our all of our books, all of our DVDs, all of our CDs, in a special thirty percent off for the whole bundle. For the whole bundle. And you can go to rainbow.org and find out about that. But now, a part of that special package is a is our bundle of our mini books. Yes. Fifty one mini books that deal with faith healing. Uh, daily living resources All I mean 51 books and there's 51 different things it talks about in fact I have three of them sitting right here New Birth by Dad, White Tongues by Dad and then where do we go from here and all of these there's 51 of them there are normally uh, 99.45 yes for all but- of them but we're going to 30% off. That gives them to you for sixty-nine sixty, and you save $29.85. Yes. These also, Many people take these mini books, especially New Birth, and they give them out all the time. Yes. This is a great time to, to replenish your stock. And 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 they're they're just good. You just that's need right. to get them. They're great. And in fact, they're great, honey. They're they're such an easy read. Oh yeah. That you can read one a day, yeah. or you can read one a week, depending yeah. on. And if you read one a week, that's fifty one weeks. weeks. That's you get, right. You have one week off. One week Christmas off. week off. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. That's right.
0: Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call one eight 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 faith ninety nine. That's one eight eight eight. Faith 99, or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Monday, we'll have another exciting message from Ken Hagen. That's next week on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen, We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.